How can we grow thriving, creative businesses without constantly hustling, sacrificing our mind, body, and creativity, or living a life where the fear of where the next client or customer will come from keeps us up at night or disconnected from our family, friends, and passions? This show is going to answer those questions. My name is Naftala Roberts, and I specialize in helping true creatives like yourself grow simple, strategic, and thriving creative businesses. Thank you so much for joining us today. Let's jump on in. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Thriving Creative Podcast. Today, we are going to go on a journey with another creative who has taken the path to do what she loves in her business and in her life. Marilyn is the creative executive officer over at With Love Studio. She is a multi-passionate creative, mama of two, spicy little ladies, and she has created a brand that is fueled by creativity, gratitude, and her knowledge that gratitude changes businesses, but more importantly, living a life of gratitude changes the world. I was so excited to have Marilyn on the Thriving Creative because I know she will inspire you and encourage you as you take your own journey to live a creative life of purpose. Let's jump on in. Hello, hello. Marilyn, I am so excited to have you here. We have been trying to schedule this interview for a bit. So I'm so happy. For all of my people that don't know you, could you tell them a little bit about you and who in your life you love? Just a little bit about you. Thank you so much for having me. I know it's been uh, a bit of a, a scheduling fun over here, but thank you so much for having me on. I am Marilyn Delahose of With Love Studio. I started off as a mom at home making t-shirts um, or making imitations actually for my kids and, and their friends and just different things like crafty to stay home. It turned into making shirts and now I am focusing on helping other um, moms in business work on their customer experience. But what I love most, and you know, I love my time with my kids. I love being home with my family. I've learned to give myself grace <laughs> in the chaos. And I'm just, um, I love your podcast because it, it kind of really hones into that, you know, mindset of it where you don't have to be on all the time. You can kind of take the space, mm-hmm. reflect, and and really focus on yourself and and focus on your family that you don't have to be everything for everyone all the time. Yeah. You get to just choose actively what you want to do. So as you were talking, I was really curious because I have a lot of listeners who are creative, whether that is actively what their job is, or it may just be who they are on the inside. And so I heard that you initially started out just kind of making invitations for your family and your friends and then 
kind of slowly shifted into a business creating profit from that. And so I would be curious, what was your journey? Like, how did you take that journey from doing something for you that you really loved to shifting that into a business? Mainly it took just that that desire to be home, to to want to stay home with my baby. I came from um, a, a corporate setup before when I was eight months pregnant. You know, I just decided that's it. I want to just dedicate time to my family. Mm-hmm. And I just started doing what I know best. I used to scrapbook and, you know, when before kids, when you had time to actually do those kind of things. Mm-hmm. But um, I started with that, like the paper products. And then people started asking me, oh, can you make this for my family? Can you make this for And then I just, I started an Instagram page and I got more traction that way. And it was, it was kind of a, a shift where I said, you know, I could actually kind of fill that gap, you know, that income gap from what my husband makes to what we need to kind of round out our household and, and stay at home and raise my babies and be present, which, you know, it's something that it's a battle. It's a constant internal struggle. Cause I feel like, man, I want to, I want to be there, but it's at the same time, it's like, Ooh, but I want to do all these things. I have all these goals and these big dreams. So mm-hmm. I just, um, I, I went with it and I had that, that shift in saying, okay, I can, I can set aside time for my business and, and be a creative mm-hmm. Cre- creativity doesn't come in a time block, right? Like sometimes I'm like, Ooh, I'm going to spend yeah. this time designing, and it's going to be a two-hour window on Wednesday at two o'clock. No, it doesn't work like that. Like when creativity strikes, and some of my best sellers have happened when my husband and I are driving around trying to get the kids to nap because I know that you know what that is. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> driving in the car. So many of us do. Oh yeah, on on a Sunday afternoon, and I'm like, ooh, I just had this idea, and I kind of design it and mock it up and put it on Instagram, and and when somebody is receptive and they purchase it, I'm like, oh yes you know, like validation. Mm. I'm a big, like, like I, I thrive on validation. <laughs> so I think there's like a, a personality type for that. I'm not sure which one it is, but I'm sure you tell them. <laughs> but it's just a matter of like that creativity, like not presenting mm-hmm. it with, oh, I have to do all these other things. I kind of just try to keep it as free flowing as possible so that I can be creative, but be effective because I have a business to run. Yeah. Oh gosh. I love that. I think that's such a question. It's definitely a question I get um, when I'm working with my clients is like, how do you be creative, but be effective? And I think that for so many people, they feel like they have to choose. They have to either choose to be free flowing. And I loved, loved, loved what you said that creativity doesn't come in a time block. Um, because I think that is something that people get scared when, you know, like maybe I'll talk about being intentional and people are like, oh, you're going to tell me to time block. I might, but I'm going to tell you to do it differently than maybe someone that doesn't have a creative bent might do that. Um, but I love that you have learned to just listen to when that bubbles up. And was that ever hard? Do you ever find yourself feeling guilty maybe when or overwhelmed when creativity strikes and it's also a time where you feel like oh I'm picking up my kids right now or I'm spending time with my husband like when you get pulled into directions do you feel any feelings come up that you've had to kind of process through 100% on the 
daily. <laughs> and it's, it's just, I always have my laptop with me, as crazy as that may seem, just because, or, or, or my notebook or something to be able to sketch it out. And at least I get it out on paper. But I do feel the guilt sometimes when, you know, either I'm answering on Instagram or because a lot of my client base are on social media. So like having that, making that time. And like I said, I do my best to batch things. Like for example, yesterday we were at the library. Um, We go twice a week for about an hour and a half. They kind of, they love it. So I love it too. Mm -hmm. And so I try to make any kind of technical or things that don't require so much creativity, like paperwork, you know, accounting, like all the fun stuff in business. So fun. Everybody loves their bookkeeping time. Exactly. So I kind of try to batch that stuff out because it's mechanical. It's things that I don't really Mm -hmm. need to kind of be inspired for. So that I leave space for when inspiration strikes. But definitely mom guilt is real. And I kind of try to fight it with the fact that when I am on or when I have them with me or when it's that I'm there. And I know that we all struggle with it. I mean, our phones are our friends, but they're their biggest enemies too. Yeah. Um, to balance. Well, and I think it's like listening to what you need, like listening to what you being you as well as your greater family system or your greater subsystem, like let's say you run a bigger company and you have a team, listening and being curious. Because it's like I spend a lot of time on social media because that's where all of you beautiful people hang out. And so I'm there, but sometimes I have to listen to what I need and know that Sometimes when I'm attuning so much to the social media, I'm missing what's going on in myself. So it was like a few weekends ago, I took um, a break from social media over the weekend, not because I had to, but because I could feel that I wasn't being fluid anymore. I wasn't feeling the creativity. And I knew that if I got off and I stopped listening to everybody else, I could actually hear myself. And so I think it's finding times and like, yes, did I maybe miss interacting in the moment with someone that was awesome and amazing and could become a potential client? Maybe, but it was like a choice. And that's what I love, like what you're saying. It's a choice and we get to choose absolutely when we're present and when we're not. Yeah. And and it's so funny because I actually just listened to your podcast episode this week of the they says like of, of all that. And it's, and it's so true because you're so concerned about, well, this person says I need to do this and post this many times and be in this and be act like it's so much information to take in that you don't, mm-hmm. sometimes you don't do any of it mm-hmm. or you drive yourself crazy trying to do all of it. And it's just, where's that middle ground? And it's like, okay, the June was the epitome of my summer slowdown. <laughs> in general, just because I was trying to get my footing with the kids being off and figuring out the schedule and summer camps and activities. And you find so much time to entertain them that by the time you're done and you do have that two hour work window, you're exhausted. Yeah. So I've been so committed to giving myself a little bit of space and grace and say, you know what? My daughters are three and they're five. They need me at all times. They they do. They need that attention. They need to be, you know, told where to go, what to do, how to do it. Because if not, you know, you're going to be spending more time cleaning up the messes afterwards. But it's just that's the season of life that I'm in right now. And I'm just embracing it and knowing that they're not going to be three and five again. 
And I just, you know, I have to just take in the good with the crazy. (laughs) Yeah. My friend, but also Enneagram coach and like leadership consultant, Kate Lehman, talks about this idea of puttering that she's done in her life where she sets time aside to be present, but she doesn't have to be totally energetically focused on her kids. So she actually schedules puttering in her schedule, but how that like helps her is she's like, okay, I can do the dishes. I'm puttering right now, but I'm also flexible with like that my kids might need me right now. Whereas there's other times she sets aside and she just lets her kids and her family know this is my time. Like I'm not, I'm not going to tune to you. And like she, you know, she's not neglectful. She like makes sure her and her kids are a little older. So like they're fine. They're not like a baby and needing, you know, their diaper changed or something. But I loved, loved that idea. And I think it's similar to what you're talking about. It's like, okay, my kids need me at all time. So how do I like notice what my energy is and not necessarily just do what everybody else says I should do? I love that term, energetically focused. <laughs> mm, mm-hmm. It's a big one. I love I love me some energy focus and some energy awareness. And it's funny because I'm not necessarily like, woohoo I'm a little but it's you're half a woo (laughs) I'm like it's weird the more I study science I think science proves what other people have possibly said is woohoo before and so the more I like study like neurobiology and mindfulness and all of that I'm like I mean you can call it woo but really like MRIs are proving like the power of like meditation, like it actually changes how our brain functions. So is it woohoo? I don't know. So for me, I'm like energy is kind of science. Um, It's just energy is what just makes us move. There's no woo to it. It's a little woo, but you know, if any of you don't know what woohoo is, it's fine. Just go with it. Okay. So, your beautiful, awesome business. I want to know more about, I know that the one thing that you're really known for, although you do a lot of amazing things, are things related to customer experience. And the thing I've heard you talk about and I've seen and I've seen other people do are your welcome boxes. So, can you tell me a little bit about those and like why someone might use those in their business? Absolutely. So as you mentioned, I am (laughs) multi-passionate. I have a lot of um, different things that I focus on. And the one component that strings them all together is this customer experience factor, whether it's somebody that's bought a shirt or somebody that is doing an online course and they want to send something for their, um, their clients or their students. The one thing that's linked them together is how are we showing them gratitude? Um, and and I'm, my whole philosophy is really grounded in that fact of I really want people that buy from me or buy from my clients to feel that they are not just another, you know, purchaser off the internet with no, you know, they're just a number. Mm-hmm. So what this does is whether we're selling products and you have these amazing inserts that go along with your packages or you are selling a service that you can send them something 
physical in the mail. Yes, mm-hmm. USPS mail. Like, whoa. <laughs> where it's not just another email confirmation or just another line item in an automation. This is something that they can do to really elevate what their customer experience is. Yeah. By having somebody receive something physically at their home where there is not that clutter and that noise and it's unexpected and it's a delight. You know, all of these different things that create that nurturing component within a relationship between a customer and a brand. Mm -hmm. And seeing the um, resurgence of this, of the mailing system in the sense of like subscription boxes and Amazon and all of this, people are getting giddy getting stuff on their doorstep. So why not incorporate that into your business and marketing strategy with that, you know, gratitude factor that you say, thank you. I appreciate your business. This is what's going to help you move forward from buying this particular product. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I, that, that for me has been the cornerstone of the customer experience strategy side of my business, because not only am I helping people with the fulfillment side, so we can, strategize, see what you want to do. And I, and I implement, Mm -hmm. but also I'm in the process of getting my course uh, ready to launch that people can do it for themselves and eliminates the guesswork. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we can get lost in Google forever researching mugs and boxes and mailers and stickers, but I'm kind of creating a place where it's a one-stop shop that you can just kind of say, this is what I need to do. These are the steps. This is how I come up with it. And, you know, it's all in one place. Ooh, that's awesome for like those people that like are like, oh, I like doing it myself. There are people that like doing those things themselves. So I love that you're taking them through that. So how awesome is it that you get to like be a part of other people's kind of gratitude, like and like giving on a weekly basis? Does that fill you up? So much more than you can imagine. I mean, it's crazy because I get, I almost get double validated because mm-hmm. I get the feedback from my client's client to mm-hmm. my client. And then I get my client's feedback to me. So it's like a double whammy, which makes it even more amazing. Um, so yeah, I just, I, I'm, I've always been a giver, um, whether it's my time or, or, you know, actual physical products or it just, I've always been very big on giving what I have and, and teaching what I know. So like this kind of really hits home for me in that sense where people are very receptive and they see the effort that you've put into, you know, these, these gifts. And then this year I'm kind of, I want to start this movement where we're not going to gift for Christmas. Um, I think that we need to gift for Thanksgiving, like almost like a gratitude, like be ahead of the curve. You know, everybody's going to get, you know, chocolates and, you know, gift baskets and stuff like that for Mm -hmm. Christmas. But not a lot happens right before November. And I think if you preemptively give them a gratitude, um, you know, a gratitude gift or a gratitude note or something like that, you're kind of ahead of the game where you're not just lost in the shuffle of gift baskets. No, it's a really good idea. So where we get our car insurance from, that's when they send out their end of year thing is they send out their like cards that they handwrite. So we get one and my husband used to live in San Diego for a really long time and we live in Los Angeles now, but we still, the people that handle our car insurance are still in San Diego. And I mean, I'm not that in 
contact with them, but I know that their card comes in Thanksgiving because it's unique. I don't know who else sends me cards in December because everybody starts sending cards in December. So like, I think it's a thing and I like it. And it's consistent so that you Mm -hmm. know your car insurance letter. And, And that's another thing that, for example, with them that they have a system in place already, why not throw you a curveball and send you something for the 4th of July or something mm-hmm. on an unexpected date where now it's like, ooh, they sent it now here instead of there. And, and, and it's always to keep them guessing because you want to create those referrals, that retention, that loyalty, and your best marketing plan are your current clients. Yes, 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 for sure. Okay, so you're giving a lot during your your day to day. You're giving to your people. Your your job is basically giving. So, how do you put that that gratitude back into you? How do you fill up that that energy bucket? Hmm. That's a very good question. <laughs> I um I do practice self care. I do get like massages and stuff like that. I guess physical touch is, um, Mm -hmm. so massages, getting my nails done, things like that. But honestly, I thrive so much on collaboration. Mm -hmm. Um, so like when, when I just have conversations with people and, and kind of even aside from business, like kids, moms, like we're all on the struggle bus sometimes. And, And it's a matter of like sharing that camaraderie of like, Ooh, yeah that happens to me or my kid did that or, Mm -hmm. or, you know, stuff like that. I just, I feel like I love talking to people and, and any kind of collaboration, whether it's business or mom related or, or family related, or I I feel like that fills me. And it seems kind of, I don't know, like when I think about it, when you ask the question, I'm just like, huh, which, what, what does fill me up? And, And just having really good conversations with people that just get it or get me or, or, that really fills me up. Well, that makes a lot of sense to me. Like you, you practice this art of gratitude, which is when we boil it down is living out seenness, right? It's being, seeing someone else. It's, it's letting people know that they're seen in their experience, the customer experience or life experience. And so it makes a lot of sense that the inverse of that, how you get filled is participating in that in your own life that you like receive that back through these like really good conversations and collaborations. So that makes a lot of sense. Like it's that reverse process. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and for me, it's more of like, um, like an auditory, like a verbal kind of thing more than receiving. Cause honestly to get gifts isn't for me as important as to almost that validation. I said validation. Mm-hmm but I guess it's, it's just, it rings true. <laughs> I guess if something is, is, uh, comes up frequently, but just to have that, that, um, that people get what I'm trying to do and they're like, Oh yes, I need this in my life and, and filling those, you know, places in their business or in, and even in their life, like sending a thank you note. I got a beautiful thank you note from one of um, my friends that was completely unexpected and, and that just it lifted me up and it really was like, oh, she's listening. She's out there. She sees me. So, yeah, is that like, yeah, that's like I said, that seenness, not the gifts, but the like being seen. Exactly. That is awesome. Okay. So let's say someone listening is like, I want to do that. I want to participate in giving gratitude to the people that I work with or the people in my life. 
I want to come up with and up-level this customer experience or maybe just start having a customer experience because I think a lot of us don't think about that, especially when we're in the early stages of business. So where can they come hang out with you and find out more about what you do and how they can do that? Yeah, I actively hang out on Instagram. Uh, my handle is at Marilyn Delahose, and my website um, is MarilynDelahose.com. I keep it all the same, very simple, um, and I'm sure we can write it out for them. And, and, yeah, it will all be in the show notes. But yeah, I mean, that's where I'm at. I, I love answering DMs, and, and I just really love the interaction and engaging in awesome conversation regarding how to choose a gift or when to send a gift, or even if a handwritten note would be enough just to start. And the answer is always yes. Um, it will set you apart leaps and bounds. And, you know, they'll, they'll just love you forever. Which is all what we want, right? We all want to be loved forever. Okay, guys. Well, it has been such an amazing time hanging out with Marilyn today. If you guys want to con- continue this conversation, I would love for you to join me in my On Purpose Life and Business Facebook community where we'll be talking about gratitude and creating those moments in your business and your life and all the other fun on purpose things. So definitely come join us there. Otherwise, have a great day and I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for spending your time with me today. I really appreciate you for being a part of the movement that this show is built upon, which is liberating creatives and artists from their feast or famine cycle so that they become creatives who consistently make money doing what they love without the hustle, bustle, and burnout that has sadly become common for too many building creative businesses. You are amazing for going against the status quo and choosing to be a creative who is defined by thriving instead of how many things you have to do on your to-do list today. If you haven't joined the movement yet, simply review the podcast on Apple Podcasts and share your review on Instagram stories. By sharing and reviewing, you are helping way more creatives learn it is possible to make consistent money doing what you love without having to constantly hustle and struggle. Together, we can change the landscape of being a creative and build the world we want for generations of creatives to come. You are such a huge part of what we are doing here, and I'm so grateful for you. I will talk to you soon. 